Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Hey, so excited to have two women with amazing testimonies joining us. Uh, Karen Austin and Natalie Corrado, uh, they both have a heart for helping women who are victims of domestic violence. They've been uh, both victims as well. And Natalie's mom, Sherry, we've talked about before, the man who was her abuser is pretty much in prison for life. And she lost her mom last year, not as a victim of domestic violence because she'd already gotten out of that. But now they both are helping uh, women with Christ at the forefront of their uh, ministries. And also, Karen, you went last year and your mom went, Natalie, the year before Mm -hmm. to um, our women's conference. We've got the third Real Women, uh, Real Issues, Real Solutions. Um, We're going to have a breakout year with Jesus. It's January 28th, 830 to 1230. That's a Saturday, January 28th. Grace Fellowship of Lakewood. We even make you breakfast. We make it ourselves. The ladies is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And I've handpicked all the speakers myself, um, 20 years uh, plus in the business. And I know a good speaker. And so I hand plucked all of these women and our worship leader is mind blowing. And we've made the price very um, uh, affordable. AngieAustinRadio.com. Just shoot me an email. We're also on Eventbrite. Real Women uh, uh, 3 is the conference on Facebook. You can find it through Angie Austin as well. Anyway, we'd love for you to come. Karen, you've been two times. Yes, and I already bought my tickets for this year. Oh, the third. And it will tell people what it's like. Oh, it's wonderful. I I can't wait. I'm excited. I have one of my ladies that at council that's going to come with me. And and, um, I know she will be blessed. Uh, I'm just excited about it. Well, we've had Karen on before talking about her ministry to help women. And she wrote a book. And Natalie, Karen's a miracle to me because... She was so depressed and abused every day so severely by a pastor, husband, and her children. Wow. Um, she was even teaching in the school that he was the principal for, and he'd call her in the office and abuse her. She'd pass out from the beatings, mm. and she was so depressed afterwards that how many times did he try to commit suicide? Five. Five. Yeah, I remembered That's it right. shocking. Five. And... Ne- did not want to go on until she found the Lord. So that's why, you, is that Amen. why you have such a passion for helping other women? Yes, yes. I feel if I, if through the, through the Lord, if I could help one person, it's worth it. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. And, and um, God has brought many women to us and, and I thank him for that. And, and people I don't even know that like hear through the radio, you know, oh, and right. that, I have a lady that contacts me almost every day that heard me years ago when I first talked with you. Really? That makes me feel good. And she's still, I mean, she contacted me again this morning. Wow. You know, and and, uh, it's exciting. You know, I don't know her. If I walked past her, I wouldn't know that was her. But God knows. Right. You know, he knows. And and we have that spirit together. and, and, And I thank God every day for that. And you've talked, Natalie, about um, starting She's Cherished in honor of um, your mom, because it's mm-hmm. Sherry, C-H-E-R, Cherished. Um, and, uh, you know, and you, too, have a story. 
Yeah, I'm definitely um, kind of had the abuse. I didn't try the suicide thing, but I definitely thought about hurting him (laughs) um, and running. But, you know, I I really, my mom had such torturous abuse. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe she survived it. It was a miracle. And Mm. I definitely didn't, I had that torturous abuse to that extent, but not for the amount of time that she did. Mine was about five years. years. Hers was her whole life. Her whole life. Until the last 10 years when she was with you. Correct. When she accepted the Lord got off drugs and had a whole new lease on life. And man, was she a joy. Wow. Her yes, mom, yeah. She, she had a good great. 10 years with her family. Talk and I can't believe she made it to your seminar because she yeah. would make plans to go places, but yeah. she was just so tired from a lifetime of abuse that she usually couldn't really get out of bed and she'd really? spend a lot of time in bed. And it's just crazy because she would make these big plans, but she really admired Angie. Like she's. She came. <laughs> and, she and we talked about her at the first Angie. conference. Yeah. We talked about her and how yeah. she'd survived abuse. And we right. talked about her at the second conference. That's we right. put her picture up, remember? Yeah, I remember. Because we just lost her. She was planning to come to the conference. Yes. And she had her hair hands yes, up in the air I with her whole that. family pointing to Jesus. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I wish she would have been there. You would have seen. We really did honor her. I know. We will again this year too. That's amazing. Because she, she's had a real impact on me, and I have such a mm. heart for what you both are doing because so many women out there are suffering in silence, and they don't know that there is help and that the right. Lord is there as well to help them through these difficult times, and they think they're alone, and they don't have to be. No. Now, Natalie, you also have a very successful career in real estate, and you and I have a very similar background when it comes to our family upbringing, just like right. a lot of like abandonment and not, you know, and then mm-hmm. other family members getting involved in drugs, and you and I really pulled ourselves up by the bootstraps and got an education. And so Dave said, you've got to share this story with Natalie because she'll really enjoy the inspiration of it all. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, did you know, Karen, she's also pretty impressive. How many instruments do you play? 20 what? Um, about almost wow. 40. Instruments. <laughs> oh my goodness. She's a musical genius. <laughs> and wow. all of this beaten down in a life full of abuse that all of these gifts now that right. she's able to share with the world because she's been able, been able to heal, uh, you know, and that Christ gave her a new heart. That's you know? amazing. I know, isn't that amazing? That is truly a gift. I, I can't ring a bell. I, I know. I'm like tone deaf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I can't that that do doesn't anything. mean I can't play an instrument, but no. it really does. <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> okay. So this woman, uh, she also had a life of abuse and she has four children from 18 months up to teenagers. Uh, She could not afford a home big enough for her family of five. She had to leave her husband. He suffered from paranoid schizophrenia Mm. and was abusive. That's a very difficult thing to deal with. My brother suffered from paranoid Mm -hmm. schizophrenia, and it is, wow, mind-blowingly difficult to deal with a person like that. He was abusive to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, He broke my nose when I was a teenager, and uh, uh, they're they're frightening. So she finally leaves. The kids are traumatized, like your kids were, Karen, when you left because they were abused as well. And uh, so here she is. What does she do? She goes on YouTube and watches videos on how to build a house. And they built a house. Take a listen. Kara Brookins couldn't afford to buy a home large enough for her family. So with the help of YouTube, she built one. It was her way of starting over after struggling for so long. My kids and I had been through a really tough domestic violence situation. And when we left, we were pretty beaten down, destroyed. We kind of needed something big, and we also needed a place to live. With no idea where to start, Kara did something most moms wouldn't. We just bought an empty plot of land, 
and started Googling one step at a time how to do this. Kara says it wasn't easy, but they took it one day at a time. Yeah, we had been through so many tough things that we were all kind of in a survival mode. Kara took out a loan from the bank and together she and her 17, 15, 11 and 2 year old children worked long hours to assemble the home they live in today. We were just bruised and scraped and sore everywhere. Everything hurt for that full nine months. <laughs> Kara says looking back, building a house on her own from scratch sounds crazy. It felt like a natural progression. And I think that anyone who's been through any sort of a difficult time, find something big and do it. It may not be building a house, but find that thing and do something so big that it changes the way that you see yourself. Isn't that amazing? I couldn't wow, help but think wow. of you, Natalie, when I heard that. I was like, that would be perfect for Natalie. <laughs> wow, that's exactly what we did. I mean, we took a leap of faith and bought the land. To build. Uh, to she's build, cherished. Right. Okay. And it's totally secluded in the trees. I mean, gorgeous. I was telling Karen that mm -hmm. it wasn't until year, or years, I've only lived there nine months, but it wasn't <laughs> until months after we had moved in that we finally, I hadn't really gotten a lay of the land. So we jumped on an old four-wheeler and just kind of drove the whole acreage and found this beautiful open spot, just the trees. It's just this open spot, perfect for a home. And wow. so we are, we want to build it about, um, I'm thinking 6,000 square feet. So 3,000 down, 3,000 up just to beautiful. have enough bedrooms. We'd wow. like to house 10 to 15 women to start. Just go wow. to YouTube and find out. There you go. <laughs> and she has a two-year-old. What's my excuse? Isn't that wild? That's my amazing. aunt actually, um, when she was 19, she was raising two of her siblings and she was, um, she had a baby and she strapped the baby on her back in one of those little baby backpacks and she got a book from the library on how to build a house. She built the house. She lived in it her entire life, raised her family in it, and she just died last year and she never, ever had a house payment her entire wow. life. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. Isn't that crazy? She right. lived in that same house. Wow. It was so wild. And like, amazing. you know, as it got older, you're like, oh, you could tell it was like a homemade house. You know what I mean? But yeah. it didn't matter. It was good enough to raise her family in. Yeah. You know? And she hey, saved. Imagine all she saved right. by not having a house payment. And wow. she did. Believe me, she saved every penny <laughs> she ever made. <laughs> all right. So um, I want to talk, Karen, for people who were listening, okay. um, with you and Natalie being inspirations in terms of being domestic violence survivors but also not just surviving it, but like succeeding out afterwards. Um, so I guess just, you know, give us a little synopsis of what your marriage was like. And then I kind of want to go through a little bit of your testimony and how you were saved again, because that was really the turning point, not leaving your husband. That wasn't the turning point. Right. So he was a pastor. Yes, uh, he was a pastor. And, um, you know, like you said, it was every day. Um, sometimes domestic violence doesn't happen for in home like a month can go by. Everything's okay, you know, or even months, you know. But this, for him, it was every day. And, Unbelievable. Uh, my kids, we didn't know if, if Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, you know, who's walking through the door at the time. Is it when it would happen that when day? It would you happen. just didn't know And when. what triggered it? It could be anything. anything. I didn't smile. I smiled too much. Mm -hmm. I didn't agree. I didn't disagree. It didn't matter. And I went to the grocery and, store. Yeah. Right. Oh, he was, timed her at the timed. grocery store. Yeah. And right. she'd get a beating if she didn't get back in exactly. Right. She'd race through the grocery store because if she got Literally. delayed, she'd yes. be beaten. And when you got out of the marriage, you said, I'm sorry. I'll
almost with every sentence. Every I'm sorry. Sentence. I'm yes, sorry. My, my wonderful mentor and friend Lois Dick, um, she 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 worked for years to try to keep me from saying I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know, I'd, my mom said it all. Did the time. she say I'm sorry all, all the, time? the time? Yeah. Wow. You know, somebody bumped into me, and I'd apologize to them for being mm-hmm. in their way. <laughs> you right. know, I shouldn't have been there. If, right. You know, but but yes, but uh, what he did was um, every day he was was physically beating me up, and of course emotional abuse, and just to put out there personally, since I've had both kinds, I think the emotional abuse is worse. You know, really the physical, the scars you. can eventually heal, but the emotional pain is, is, you know, sometimes I still have a few flashbacks, you know, mm-hmm. and it's been 21 years since I escaped. But, um, but God. Yeah. Oh, I, I was driving to um, see Lois for counseling, and um, God spoke to me that day because the night before I almost wrecked my car. I was going to do lessons and, and I almost hit the guardrails and I knew I felt I would have been killed at that point. But I, I, God helped me and I pulled to the side and everything was okay. I wasn't even thinking straight at the time. I got my composure, went on and did my lessons. But the next morning I turned literally on the, on the Kipling, from Kipling to 32nd to go to Applewood Baptist to see Lois. And God said, Karen, you wanted to live last night. And I mean, it was like it was audible to me. And I said, what? And he repeated, God said, Karen, you wanted to live last night. And I just immediately bawled and realized and remembered what had happened because I'd been trying to kill myself for 35 years. Hmm. And, and that, my, my life changed at that instant. And I couldn't wait to get to tell Lois and we both cried the whole time. <laughs> and, oh. and, and, uh, and my life, my, my daughter, when I, cause I was living with my daughter, I wasn't allowed to um, live alone or anything at the time. And uh, I got home, and without even telling her at the moment, she saw there was a difference in me. Really? And it was, it was instant. And, and God just opened my heart, opened my eyes, and, and just renewed me and renewed my spirit in Him. And, and I'm so thankful, and I've been changed ever since that was in 2009. So is that the hope that you try to offer women that come yes. to you? Because you said a woman heard you on the show. Yes. And called you. That's the you feel like compelled to to tell them to like yes. you know tell everyone about the good news about Jesus about the I'm, hope. Definitely, you know I spoke um, at the women's prison in Pueblo this summer. Wow! And and um, it was an amazing experience. A I lot never of those women have been done abused. That. Yes, some of them in there killed their abusers. They had this thirty-five-year-old girl wow. in there. I call her a girl because my daughters are that age. Life without parole. No chance. Thirty five. She killed her abuser. She killed her abuser. Thirty five years old. And she's been in there. Wow. Another lady told me she came in there because she shot her. He's not dead, but she shot him. But her uh, her husband, but um, he's not dead, but she's in prison. Her sons were, were four and five. Now they're eighteen and nineteen. She oh. said they've grown up mm. in the visiting room with seeing mama. Oh my I mean your heart just just Oh, it's, but I told those ladies, I said, I don't know where you find your hope, but I find my hope in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, some of them thanked me after for even sharing that with them. And, and, and um, actually, I, I shared about attempting suicide, and a lot of them came up and told me they were thankful that I even talked about mental health issues and things like that, you know, and depression and cutting and so forth, you know. And they said that they come from the controlled situation of their marriage or 
boyfriend, whatever relationship, into the prison control situation, and there's no help for them. Mm. And I'm going, wow, wow. My heart just pours for them. I've seen in you, because we've known each other for years now, right. a change in how you talk and discuss. I mean, you're very much more open and at ease with discussing your story from the first time you told me your story. Yes, uh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. God has really worked in my life, and I thank him for it. And any opportunity I have to share, I, I'm ready. I don't care if it's in the grocery store. <laughs> I'll share it. Natalie, your mom <laughs> sat in that chair right there next to you. You were both here. Mm-hmm. You're right in front of me. And she shared her story, too. Yes. And so did you. Yeah. And that was, And you still have that, don't you? You saved that. Yeah, it's from your birthday. I can't forget. Oh so gosh, I have that's that. Right. Yeah, I think it was 2012 or 13. But I, yeah. it's on your birthday. I just yeah. got to go back wow. to that link. Yeah. yeah. And she came in and shared her story. Wonderful. And her mom had gotten to the point as well where she was real open about sharing it and even had mm-hmm. pictures where she was in the hospital and mm-hmm. her injuries were extreme. I mean, the yes. judge said oh. it was the worst case of abuse that he'd ever seen that mm-hmm. went on year after year after year year where he almost killed her numerous times and that she actually lived most yeah. women don't live right like she that. had scars right. and you know yes. it was it was oof. yes heavy. and she'd carry those pictures in her purse and she would share them with anybody even at the grocery yes. store and yeah. i really hated those pictures because they right. are hard to look at sure. but i after she passed away a year ago in a, in a tragic 60. car accident at 60 um but wow. she was ready i mean she was closer to the lord than she's mm-hmm. ever been and it's like i just trust the lord's timing even though it's hard for me it's not about me it's about when he knows we're ready and so I the minute she literally hours after she passed I said I'm gonna shred those pictures (laughs) I got her purse and I was gonna shred them but I truly felt like the Spirit of God told me if they were important to her they need to be important to you and to your ministry Mm -hmm. and to she's cherished because without and they're in the brochure and they're at she I I don't think they're on the website yet but she's cherished.org but they are in the brochure and and for people to open that brochure and see those graphic photos I I feel terrible that they but it really does capture people's like this is real this This is is happening every single day and I'm already turning women away from a shelter because we don't have a bill yet unfortunately you know that Karen because you get calls for counseling and you don't have anywhere to put them where do you tell them to go i I give them um, family trees information and and uh, denver safe house you know the information there and and just i pray that there is an opening for them because a lot of times there isn't you know it's it's horrible it's horrible what they have to do and and i've also grown where there's there's a huge need for these ladies that are out but yet they can't afford mm-hmm. even rent. I mean, you know how expensive it is I know. here. That was it's my mom's insane. fear of leaving. Yes. You know, my mom was a victim of domestic right. violence, and she left, I think, three times. And the last time, she said that she thought my dad was going to kill her, and no one would be there to raise the kids. And right. she knew that he wasn't capable of doing it with his drinking issues. Mm-hmm. So she left finally because she didn't think that... Um, you know, we'd have anyone to raise us and then because they're four kids. And uh, she said she had a real peace that she felt like the Lord was giving her peace about leaving. Yeah. And we did, you know, not necessarily have the best living circumstances in terms of the places we had to live after that. Sure. But, you know, she was safe. You know, he never, right. my dad was never abusive to me. And actually my dad and I reunited after, oh gosh, 30 right. some odd years. And we have a great relationship. Now I just interviewed him yesterday. And it's interesting when he talks about his life, he'll talk about his PhD. He'll talk about law school. He'll talk 
talk about college. He'll talk about what he's proud of the kids. He avoids talking about that 20 years of marriage like the plague. That is wow. one thing he won't bring up. Wow. When I and I'm I've interviewed him because I want to write a book um, about three times now, and in these half an hour interviews, it's like he skips that entire those two decades. Wow! Yes, he never talks about it, and he never talks about like not talking to me all those years or anything. And I'm not I'm not one to dwell on the past. We just focus on the positive, mm-hmm. and um, right. so it's been real enjoyable to have him back in my life, you know. And so Good. there is Good. there is beauty beyond the ashes of yes. you know these domestic mm-hmm. violence situations. But mm-hmm. you left because you didn't want your son to turn out, uh, Natalie, like yeah. your your ex. Yeah. All right, Natalie, how do people find your nonprofit? Um, you can go to she'scherished.org and uh, visit our website and facebook.com slash she's cherished. And actually, Natalie's also, coincidentally, not just my friend, but my real estate agent as well. Right now, she's doing something really cool for me. You can get emails that fit exactly the kind of house you're looking for, and she'll email them to you. And she can also let you know if you're thinking about, hey, I wonder what my house is worth. Oh, she can come over and let you know about that as well. How do they reach you, Natalie? Um, re- well, I'm with Remax Alliance, and the website is livingdenver.com. LivingDenver.com. Or GodsWayRealEstate.com. I love that. GodsWayRealEstate.com. That's so cool. Karen, do you have a website you want to give out? Uh, AdvocatesForHope.org. Excellent. And uh, we're actually working on it right now to, to get it up to and, get going. It up and, and going. And then we're on Facebook, Advocates Excellent. for Hope. Advocates for Hope. You're a real blessing. Both of you ladies love you. Thank love you. you love you, Angie. Angie. Good news. Good news of Jesus for you in high definition radio and streaming at 670kltt.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. All right, if you are looking for the most amazing place to go with your family where you will create so many memories, then go to my favorite place that hopefully will become your favorite place, YMCA The Rockies, two locations, Snow Mountain Branch and also Estes Park. They've got a deal now as you head into spring. Now, dates vary, but the deal is phenomenal. Three nights in a lodge room for $168, and it includes two free breakfasts, and you get almost all of the activities for free. You get to swim. You get to roller skate. At one of the locations, there's a lot of sledding. They give you the tubes for free to borrow. You can also pay a little extra for rock climbing. They've got a lot of neat events. But the cabin deal is also really good. A three-bedroom cabin you can get for as low as $145 per night. So it's a four-night stay in a three-bedroom cabin for $582. Call 888-613-9622. 888-613-9622. Or you can head to the website, ymcarockies.org. When going to a chiropractor, you may be thinking that they won't be able to help you for the long term. However, Dr. Joe Arve at Maximize Living will change your mind. The moment you meet him, you will find that he is your best friend. He treats you like you are part of his family, and he truly cares about you and your health. He is very knowledgeable about long-term health and wellness. Through the use of spinal correction, he helps you discover what it takes to be a healthier you and will help you feel better even after your first adjustment. He will also share with you the essentials to healthy living so you can take your health back. No matter what stage of life you're in, he will help you develop a plan to achieve the goals you set. Get ready to make a positive change in your life. Give him a call at 303-457-8080, 303-457-8080, or spinegeek.com. Maximize living. Adjustments for life.
Natalie Corrado of Remax is the realtor that truly does it all. But don't take my word for it. Just listen to some of the reviews from her website, livingdenver.com. Valerie in Highlands Ranch said, Natalie's knowledge and expertise, as well as her professionalism and warm personality, more than exceeded our expectations. My mother stated that we need to clone her. And how about Jen in Parker? What else to say about Natalie Corrado except amazing? She made the home buying process stress-free and easy. And just listen to what Courtney and Kylan of Castle Rock said. We couldn't have asked for a smoother transaction. And definitely could not have done it without Natalie as our realtor. If you use Natalie, you're not going to regret it. She is the best. When you have Natalie on your side, you won't be wondering if you made the right choice. It doesn't matter if you are selling your house, buying a new house, or both. Find Natalie Corrado at Remax Realtors at livingdenver.com and she will get the job done. Hey, it's Angie Austin with the good news. Uh, are you going through something tough? Are you feeling a little low? Do you think that there could be more? You thought when you became a Christian, your life would be incredible? Well, a lot of us can relate. And that's why for the third year in the row, we're having the Real Women, Real Issues, Real Solution Women's Conference. We've lowered the price because we want you to come. We don't want anything to hold you back. Believe me, these speakers, I've heard them. I have handpicked them. It's a life-changing message. Break out with Jesus. Go to AngieAustinRadio.com. Shoot me an email. Let's chat about it. Saturday, January 28th, 8.30 to 12.30 at Grace Fellowship of Lakewood. Again, AngieAustinRadio.com, Grace Fellowship of Lakewood, Saturday, January 28th, 8.30 to 12.30. I'm telling you, it will be life-changing. The messages will move you, bring you closer to Christ, and put you in a place of peace that you've never experienced before. I know for me, listening to these speakers has been life-changing. That's why I picked them to speak with me. I hope you can join us. Welcome back to the good news. John and Robbie Yopes here. Their movie, their movie, their book caught is out. Maybe it'll be a movie. Uh, it's <laughs> it coming would be soon. A good movie, actually, it, w- it yeah. will. And it's amazing because uh, John is going to be played by Ryan Go- Ryan Gosling. Oh, oh wow, Gosling. so young. Yeah, perfect well, fit. Perfect. Yeah, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be played Taylor by Jennifer. No, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay. We've already we've okay. already uh, All right. cast. Okay. I thought Amy Adams maybe because of the red hair. Oh, thank she's you. She's from Colorado. I have blonde yeah. hair. I don't have yeah. red is hair. Bl- is blondish red? Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, don't be picky with me. This Isn't show. Amy Adams like a yeah. redhead? Yeah, or she's she like blondish? a real redhead. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So, and their book is out, Caught, and their ministry is Caught in His Arms. Uh, they help uh, couples uh, get their marriages back on track, uh, you know, and save marriages from divorce. And uh, specifically, uh, they like to work with t- couples who are also dealing with addiction issues. Uh, and so that is their specialty, but they help uh, many different couples. And so, uh, Robbie, uh, you yes, are Angie. going to help us with our marriage today. Well, um, I think on. this this one we're going to just talk about what God did for us. But um, from the uh, the um, dreams, do you have dreams, Angie? Yeah, I do, but I don't remember them very often. But I do. Well, I I have dreams a lot, but um, I don't remember them much. But when I do, I do. And John doesn't dream hardly ever, right? talks about this whole idea of um, young, he'll give young men visions and old men dreams, and I'm such a young man that I get visions. (laughs) Really? Nice. That's That's uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Well, in our book, um, Caught, um, which is out nationwide now, 
um, it's uh, we had chapter eight is called visions through dreams Visions and, through dreams yeah okay. and w John and I are not like dream dream vision people we just we don't tell oh we had this dream about you Angie and this is what it means and we don't interpret dreams oh, yeah. or anything like that my sister-in-law used to do that and it freaked yeah. people out she would just walk up to him at church and say I have a word for you and that can be intimidating yes and that's I mean that's an actual gift that God gives people but he hasn't given it necessarily to us but in our marriage uh, during our really hard time the part that we call the year of anger and counseling after I left was John, a whole year yeah year after I left counseling, which by the way I believe John when you were here last time did you say it was your best and worst year or was that you Robbie one of you said it was your best and worst year was that you John yes yeah, and I remember, wow, that really stood out to me. The year of anger and counseling, I'm like, oh, it sounds horrible. And you said, well, it was my best and worst year of my life. Yeah, well, it was, it was worst in that it was hardest, and it was something I had spent all of my life trying avoiding. to avoid getting caught. Um, the outcome of it, the result was... Um, a new life. was a new life and, wow. uh, and a great marriage. Powerful. And, yeah, you guys are, you do have a great marriage. I adore this man, and we have I know fun, you do. and we enjoy each other. So um, thank you, Jesus, for that. But you our, didn't. <clears throat> I mean, when you separated it se seven years in, you did not enjoy this man. You did not have fun. Um, no, no, I had, uh, we had fun, but it was all based on lies. Okay. Now we have fun based on no secrets, total truth. Love it. Well, in that year of anger and counseling, God gave uh, both of us a, a dream of sorts that really helped our marriage and so we want to tell you the story of these dreams okay um and encourage your listeners that every once in a while god does speak to us in the night you know um in psalm 16 7 it says god um teaches me i will praise the lord who counsels me even in night my heart instructs me so god can do a lot of work when you're asleep and um, so for me, I, at this point in our journey, I really thought it was everything was John's problem. Oh, yeah. He was the addict. Yeah, he was the addict. So it was he, all on him. It was all on him completely. Yeah. And you were a saint, right? I, I That's was what you a, thought? That's what I, you thought. I, absolutely. And yeah. it was a saint that was angry. A saint that was angry and it had put up with enough. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, we went to a Bible study. Um, well, actually, the Bible study that we had led. Um, we, because of, of all this, John quit leading, well, and we both quit leading this Bible study. And the people who hosted it started leading it. Okay. And they asked us after a couple months, we want you guys to come back and just sit and, and we'll pray for you and watch as you uh, put back your life. So uh, this was, uh, we went back and um, they started talking about something about the Bible, of course. Right. And John. In Bible study, that's what they do. That's what they do. Yeah, that's, they have, do. You, yeah. have you been to one? Yes, I have. I love them. Wow. Yeah. Well, John actually talked about something. Oh, like, oh, like John, in your opinion, had the nerve yes. at Bible study yes. to comment on a Bible passage that they were discussing. Exactly. He discussed it, but you felt you're a sinner. You, you, should you don't have the right say to comment. Anything. You are you kidding me? Like you're going to comment when you're sinning and I'm the saint sitting next to you and exactly. you're going to have an opinion on the Bible. So you were furious. I was furious. Could you tell she was furious? It's almost as though you were there. Yeah. <laughs> could you tell she was furious? Oh, yeah. Or you knew immediately she was oh, furious. Yeah. So you yeah. didn't talk for very long, I take it. We didn't. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he noticed gave me him the right eye. there. But okay. we got in the car. I didn't say a word, oh, so he knew something was yeah, up. That's yeah, how yeah, I, yeah. I work. So we went home. I didn't say goodnight to him or anything. I went to sleep, and God gave me a dream. Oh, now, boy. I this love. This a heavy dream. 
I love the summertime and being in a pool. That's my favorite time. Oh, oh, I love it so too. So I was in this beautiful, clear, uh, blue pool swimming and oh, sun. It was fantastic. It. Oh, I bet it was just the perfect temperature. It was Probably so had good. like a lemonade with ice cubes. <laughs> no, it was and a floaty. Did you have a floaty? I don't remember oh, the floaty, but okay. I'm sure I did. I got you. I'm there. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but then all of a sudden, the uh, the all the water turned to black tar. Ugh, I hate and, it when that happens. <laughs> it happens every day. And I'm stuck in this tar. And, and, and I, um, I hear a voice in my dream, and I know it's God. And God says, do you know what this is? And I said immediately, yes, I know. This is John's sin, and I am stuck in it. I'm stuck in John's sin. That's what you thought your whole marriage was stuck in John's sin. Yep. Okay. And then and God uh, said, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> God said, no, Robbie, this is your sin. Whoa. But I can help you out. And I see a hand at the edge of the pool. And I woke up sweating. I'll bet you did because you thought he was the problem. I and totally. you're like, did I hear God right. Exactly. And so what happened because of that is if, uh, the Lord showed me through a dream. And I just had a, a complete paradigm shift that wow. I really understood. Wait. Wow. I'm part of the problem. Maybe I'm not the addict, uh-huh. but I married the oh, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's something in me right. that needs Thought fixing. That out. Yeah. And so um, God used that major. And my whole life turned around at that moment. Didn't you want to call him back, though? Like, we should call God back and be like, wait a second now. I want to make, or like text him, like, hey, it's Robbie. I just woke up. You know that thing you did in my dream? Like, did you mean I'm part of the problem? You know, so you pretty much knew you were part of the problem. It it, it changed your life. The way way he worked in my heart in that dream, I woke up with a different heart, a different mindset. So it was it was very difficult, but at the same time, it changed my heart. Now God yes. God worked in John's life in yeah. the same kind of way through a dream. So so for me, my dream I was I found myself in an art gallery. Okay. And, you know, with the you know with the, the beautiful the, paintings. The, the, the paintings security guards are like, don't touch that, sir. Step back. And uh, you know, it's just very lovely. <laughs> you, and, uh, you know, all the lights leading you from oh, one thing to the it. next. Yeah, it's like peaceful. And, and then I noticed that all of the art reflected something terrible about me. Oh, that would be a horrible art gallery, by the way. Oh, it's it's just so terrible because it, you know, just reconfirmed everything that I thought about me and where Robbie thought she was innocent and all this. And you thought I was convinced I was utterly guilty in all of this. And so, you know, now it's out on public display and everyone's going to see this. It's It's going to be public now. And there's something about this gallery where it's kind of drawing you towards this major piece of art at the end and I'm working my way down, you know, the, 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 you know, the death march of Batan. Yeah, I, I hope mean, you didn't have to. <laughs> I hope in your dream you didn't have to pay for this art gallery. Uh, you know, I, I don't. Re- okay. I, we just started there, okay, and, right. and I get there, and and there on display is, you know, what? is the what most is the most hideous, darkest, most secret, miserable part of my life, and it's just it's Whoa. the centerpiece. Whoa. And I'm just just miserable, and I'm and and suddenly I'm aware that I'm not alone, <gasps> that somebody else is there. So now it's worse. Yeah. Because somebody else is there, and I and I turn around, and it's and it's Jesus. Oh, thank goodness! And he's Oof. standing there, and he's just you know, and he's just you know, we're, we're he's not saying anything. We're right. just standing there, right? And then he kind of gestures me to come and help him, and we take the painting down off the wall. But you know how if a painting's been up for quite some oh, time, there's when a mark you take there. it, there's a mark. Yeah. And so. Well, now you can't see what it is, but you can see that something was there, and yeah. it's it's almost as bad. And then. 
Can I just jump in and you didn't and, have this dream? No, I know, it's but his dream. But I'm looking at our book. Okay. Tell them what the dream was. It was you and your father on the phone. Okay. You and your father, and and you told your father that you were going to be a preacher. Well, that's kind of two different dreams. Okay, never mind. He told me that dream last yeah. time he was here, and you yeah. weren't here. I'm weren't so here. sorry. Okay, all right. Sheesh, um, you got know a lot what? of nerve just to interrupt your out. dream. <laughs> yeah, can we? It's live. We can't. It's, all right. Um, yeah. Um, so then he he has paint and rollers, oh. and, and he's oh, going to repaint to get rid of the a scar, wall, basically, of, that's on the wall. Because, yeah, and, it's, it's marked. It's and marred. And he hands me a roller, and I oh, get to wow. help him repaint Washing the wall. Washing it clean. And, you know, and we get it done, and I feel a little better, and yeah. then he goes to rehang the paint again. I think, Uh-oh. well, how does this help me? Right. You know, what, what, what you know, what, what's right. the Right, we what's repainted the, the wall, and you're putting, this? yeah. We had a, a really nice, bright wall, and, we're yeah. gonna re- and he rehangs it, and he steps back, and the painting's different. Because now it's you're different. declaring that I'm a beloved son of, of the, the king. Lord. Yeah. And so it's interesting that while our, our dreams obviously were very, very different, they both were about this idea that our notion, our agreed upon notion of where the sin lied. Wow. Wasn't what God thought. Yes. That I wasn't as guilty and beyond redemption as I thought. Robbie was not as innocent as she thought. As she thought. And it's interesting that we see that played out. Now, with a lot of couples that we get to work with, oh, that one person one, thinks it's one the, or the other feels the that other they are more innocent than perhaps they are, and oh. the other feels they're more guilty, guilty than they than actually are. They and are. it's, and it's, you know, that that's one of the hardest steps is to kind of get everyone to come to the middle and say, so all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Anyone who claims they don't have sin is lying. You know that that we're 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 and we're not trying to. It's not an assigning blame, or it's not. It's just to say, all right. Can we all get to where we all need a savior? And it turns out we have a pretty good one and he can deal with this. And now can we move on? And that's that's what all this was about for us. You know, um, there's a thing called soul ties that a lot of people talk about in Christianity where um, you basically the enemy has lied to you. And what you do is you believe it, and you don't even you don't just believe it; you agree. Well, it's become who you are. Exactly. Yeah. And so breaking that kind of tie can uh, totally release you into a new um, identity of who you are. Well, that works individually, but also works kind of in marriages because often marriages the men, the man, and the woman agree to a lie that the enemy has placed in the middle of their marriage. For example. Um, uh, you're not, you're all I could, you, you know, I had to settle on you. You're all I can, all I could have or, um, you're the best I could do. Exactly. Or, um, we are never going to be successful or happy or happy. Together. So let's just deal with it. Or, um, our kids are horrible, but, um, it's your fault. Right. Yeah. And, and then specifically in our case, what we agreed upon is that my sin was maybe so bad that maybe it was beyond God's reach. Right. And Robbie right. was so like innocent. Too that bad made, for God to fix. Right. I was yes. too bad for God right. to fix. Your addiction was too bad for God to fix, and, maybe you thought. And Robbie was so good she didn't need a savior. Uh, so we, yes. without even deciding it, without ever saying it, while being Christians and going to church, we both decided we were out of the reach of the Savior. Wow. And if you're just joining us, John and Robbie Yopes, Caught in His Arms Ministry, they help marriages, and also their book, Caught Now Out. Okay, so what what happens then? And by the way, I 
I have to be honest with you, I feel a little bit inadequate because I had to read about shoes last night. And I, I, they're really nice, and they're both two, <laughs> two left shoes. And you know what? I, I, I couldn't get tell, them on. You know? I can tell you what that's about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a deep spiritual meaning. No, I have no clue. This, not, this, this is pretty wild. This that, didn't happen very – this happened no, twice yes, with us. I mean, right. that's it. Yeah. So it's wow. definitely something God can use. And but, a message that you woke up with that yes. really you felt convicted of. So then what? So then uh, what I started doing, well, it, that God used it another step, too. I went to a, a worship, a, a church a worship night, and or uh, John wouldn't go with me. And so I was really mad, and I was standing there worshiping. And God said to me in my heart and mind, I did not hear this audibly, uh, Robbie, get out, of, uh, get out of my way. Whoa. And so I'm like, what? So that cup, that dream. No, because you were going to fix him, right? Weren't exactly. you going to fix John? Uh, and I could have. Busy. I yeah, you were busy no. fixing him. <laughs> so that coupled with um, that, wow. I learned to just stop looking at him and start looking at myself and what I need to work on for me. Right. Yeah, heavy. And, and Robbie's a wonderful person. And, Thank and you, I, John. And I mean, yeah. she is the, the light of my heart yeah. and oh, a wonderful person high. and always has been. Oh. But her efforts to save me only resulted in more shame. Oh, wow. Where Jesus' efforts felt to more save inadequate. me resulted in me being set free. So while Robbie's a wonderful person, she's it's a crap, a good she's just a terrible savior. Yeah, she is. She <laughs> is. You know, and and um, we um, are very excited about January 28th because of the Real Women Conference 3 um, at uh, Grace, what's the name of the church? Grace Fellowship of Lakewood on January 28th, 8.30 to 12.30. And you and John will we, be keep preaching as a couple yes. about marriages. And I think it may convict some women that their husband, because a lot of us, we're pretty self-righteous. We think the guy's the problem. Absolutely. We and, w- you know, um, the theme is break out a new year, new year with Jesus. So we're going to be teaching women how to break out of three habits uh, that are not good habits that they have in relationships. And so um, we're very excited about that because when you make that breakout, yes. when you make that step well, Like to, you did after the dream. Exactly. And like John did after his. Whoa, powerful. Um, then, I like his dream even better. Uh, you know what? It's not a competition. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. Uh, but, but that was why? good. Why? Yeah. I mean, I'm, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but when you, once you break out, the Lord can have yes. the freedom to heal. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm yes. so excited about the 28th. While I'm, oh, I'm not You're a the real, only man. Wh- while yeah. I'm not a real, real woman, woman. Yeah. I, I think You're I'm married gonna, to I'm, one. I'm going to be fabulous. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't wait. And we actually suggested John preach with you. Yes, it was marriage. not my idea. We talked about marriage <laughs> last year. Yeah, I know it wasn't. We talked about marriage last year, but it was just one woman. And this year we thought, why not? bring the guy yes because it's nice to hear the male perspective and on that's this what we're working on i doing. think a lot of women do not release control in their marriage and they think they know how to do it better mm-hmm. how to do it you know longer how to do it right and that we don't give enough men credit men enough credit and we're hard on our husbands and so um if the marriage is bad yes they may have something to do with it but it's certainly not just them it you know it, we're, we're both in this together so i'm very excited again it's january 28th we're going to talk more about the conference uh, coming up tomorrow and the day after we're going to have the speakers in and we're going to kind of break down what we're going to talk about january 28th go to angieaustinradio.com we're also on facebook angie austin or real women three and we we're going to make you breakfast we've made it really affordable january 28th 8 30 a.m oh it's going to be good PM. and i'm telling you it'll be life-changing i had someone in earlier uh, this week that had been to both of the prior conferences. This is the third. And she said it was unbelievable. And it was life-changing. It will be anointed. Yeah. Excellent. You guys, your website for caught? 
caughtinhisarms.com. And uh, by the way, if you don't live near them, they can still Skype and help you with your marriage. It's a, it's a wonderful thing to uh, get your marriage back on track and have the joy that they found in their marriage after all these years of being happy together after the not-so-happy years. All right, we'll be right back. Thanks, Angie. Thanks, Angie. Hi, it's Angie with the good news. Well, the good news is that if you're feeling loss, a loss of a loved one, loss of a job, just feeling down and like you're stuck in the past, Sandy Steffes is a friend of mine. Sandy Steffes Spirit Coaching, spirit-coaching.net, 720-353-9573. She has come up with a plan that helps you get unstuck, get out of the past, set goals, and move forward. If you'd like to work with Sandy, I highly recommend her. Again, Sandy Steffes, spiritcoaching.net, 720-353-9573. Hi, it's Angie. Hey, would you like to donate items? You know, maybe some old sporting equipment, old furniture, old clothing. You'd like the tax write-off. You'd like to help others, but it's kind of a hassle to gather it all up and drop it off, and you're just too busy. Well, guess what? Art Thrift Stores, they will come right to you, to your house, pick up your items, and leave you your tax write-off donation form. How do you do that? Call 303 303- 238-JANE, 238-5263. And again, all of these items that you donate, they help people right in our own community. They help people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And what better thing to do with your items that you no longer need than to help others? I shop at ARC all the time. I get my kids sporting equipment, gotten a rocking chair. I've gotten boots there. I have a purse that's amazing that still had the tags on it. It's a coach bag, and I got it at ARC. I shop there, and I help others, and I donate my items. About once every month or two, and I call 303 238 Jane, and they come right to my house with a truck and they pick everything up. Here, check it out. Again, 303 238 Jane. Hey, it's Angie Austin. Do you want to lose weight, have more energy, sleep better, just feel better, live longer, not get sick? Yeah, me too. So a little over a year ago, my family started working with Dr. Joe, and he has helped us so much, especially with my mom. She's now walking again. Uh, She uses a cane, but she wears a pedometer as well, Dr. Joe. And every Saturday, you offer for all of us. We can come to your office, have a free workout, or just watch the workout and come and ask you questions and meet you. It costs them nothing, no obligation. I just want people to get to know you and your passion for health. Science says the key to sleeping better, the key to depression, the key to losing weight and balancing hormones is exercise. But not a lot of it, just 6 to 12 minutes a day. And so whether I'm working with Olympic athletes or professional athletes or mommies and daddies, people in their 50s, 60s, even 70s, on these workouts on Saturday at 8.30, man, we have a great time. And it literally is a 12-minute workout. It's all it is. And it's easy stuff to do. You work at your own pace and you get amazing results. Yeah, so come to North Glen. Saturdays, it's free. How do they reach you, Dr. Joe? Call my cell phone, 303-349-6011. Again, 303-349-6011. Hey, it's Angie Austin with the good news. Uh, Are you going through something tough? Are you feeling a little low? Do you think that there could be more? You thought when you became a Christian, your life would be incredible? Well, a lot of us can relate. And that's why for the third year in the row, we're having the Real Women, Real Issues, Real Solution Women's Conference. We've lowered the price because we want you to come. We don't want anything to hold you back. Believe me, these speakers, I've heard them. I have handpicked them. It's a life-changing message. Break out with Jesus. Go to AngieAustinRadio.com. Shoot me an email. Let's chat about it. 
Hey, it's Angie with the good news. Well, the good news is, I think this is fascinating. Fetal surgery can save and improve the lives of thousands of children worldwide. And they're making a lot of advancements in this arena. And Scott Adzik, Dr. Adzik, is back. He is the surgeon-in-chief at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And you know, Dr. Adzik, from our last interview, I'm fascinated by what you do. I think what a blessing to be able to have a, a career like this where you're literally saving children's lives and changing the quality of their lives in the womb. Welcome. Nice to be with you. All right, so let's talk about birth defects. How many babies each year are born with birth defects? Well, when you look at the statistics, uh, birth defects as a group are very common. One in every 33 babies is born with uh, birth defects, so they're common. Birth defects are also costly. Billions of dollars are required for medical treatment. Birth defects are merciless. No parent is immune. Birth defects are mysterious. Most causes of birth defects are unknown, and in my view, birth defects are overlooked, research is underfunded, and most importantly, birth defects are deadly, the leading cause of infant mortality. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, the types of conditions that uh, you actually are involved with helping through fetal surgery while the baby is still, obviously, fetal surgery, they're still in the womb. Right. Well, there's a whole list of things that we treat now before birth. And the rationale for that is that in these particular birth defects, there's progressive damage, end-organ damage before birth, such that if we waited until the baby was born to treat or do, do the operation, we would be too late. And that, so each week at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, our fetal surgery team repairs spina bifida and uh, defects of that sort, uh, removes lung tumors that cause heart failure before birth. We use fetal shunts to treat life-threatening conditions such as uh, high-grade urinary tract uh, obstruction that could uh, destroy the developing kidneys. And we very frequently do a fetoscopy, minimally invasive procedures in the mother's uterus to treat complications in fetal twins. That's called twin-twin transfusion syndrome. The condition is identical twins, one uterus, one placenta, and two amniotic sacs. There are abnormal blood vessels on the placenta, which is the crucial hookup between the mother and the babies. Mm-hmm. That's One twin gets too much blood and goes to heart failure. The other doesn't get enough blood and goes into kidney failure. And they'll both go on to die unless you put a scope in the uterus, visualize the placenta, and use a laser fiber to obliterate or occlude those culprit blood vessels that are the root of the problem and therefore end up with two good kids as, as opposed to losing both. That is unbelievable. So let's talk about how common is fetal surgery? Like how many surgeries are, uh, you know, have been done in the world? Obviously, we're, you know, at the uh, leading edge of all of this here in, in the United States. Well, we think approximately 5,000 or so fetal surgeries have been done worldwide, more, more and more each year. A quarter of them have been performed at our Center for Fetal Diagnosis and Treatment more than any other hospital. And we've also managed thousands of pregnancies complicated by birth defects like congenital heart disease, for example, in which newborns need immediate specialized medical care or surgery after delivery. So we created a special delivery unit called the Garbo's Family Special Delivery Unit, the world's first birth facility exclusively for mothers carrying babies with known birth defects where fetuses and mothers can get care before, during, and after birth. All right. So in terms of the long-term outcome for the babies who undergo fetal surgery, I know you've had some very touching moments when you've done reunions and gathered some of these kids together. Uh, So you get to see this success, which is obviously a huge blessing to see them later in life. Well, yeah, that's that's my favorite day of the year. We, in each June, this year is June 4th, we have a a fetal family reunion. Last June, uh, we had close to 2,000 people there, including family 
members. And it's truly inspiring to see so many children who as babies likely uh, would have died now running around and growing up healthy and strong. There, there's really nothing better, and that's why it's my favorite day of the year. Well, and I, I love the idea that women are hearing this right now on potential fathers, potential mothers, that may be delivered news like my girlfriend was, um, who has a, a 13-year-old with spina bifida, who was told to schedule, you know, um, to terminate the pregnancy. She did not. But now hearing you, many people will realize that, hey, there are a lot of options to um, have a healthy baby, that fetal surgery is an option, which is so wonderful and obviously was not available years ago. Uh, and so it's something that they need to get possibly get more information on. So where do they go for more info, Dr. Adzik? Well, we have a good website at Children's Hospital Philadelphia. And for, for the fetal surgery part of it, it's uh, fetal surgery, one word, dot chop, C-H-O-P dot E-D-U. So fetal surgery dot chop dot E-D-U. Excellent. Great to have you back, Dr. Adzik. And thanks for all the wonderful work you're doing to save kids. Thank you very much, Angie. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.